Hello and welcome to the Should I Go See a Podcast. I'm your host, Bill George. With me as always, AJ Rebecca. What's going on, Bill? Yo. 2017 <laughs> is wrapped up. It like is. A fucking present. <laughs> so here we are. Uh, in this special bonus episode of Should I Go See This is it? our third bonus third episode. Bonus so let's episode. recap. Number one was a holiday episode. Yes. Which Bill got me hammered off Tito's homemade handcrafted vodka from Austin, Texas. Please sponsor us. Uh, second one was... Um, Sequelitis. Oh, yeah. We talked about... Our, Best and worst sequels. Yep. And now the third... Uh, we're heading into award season, and we're going to talk about our best and worst movies of 2017. That's right. So we have each uh, composed a list of our top three movies of the year in order. Did it on the notes app while I was on the can this morning. Fantastic. Why don't you actually start us off with anything that didn't quite make your list, but is worth an honorable mention? Honorable mentions of 2017. Yeah. Um... Got like two or three. Okay, hit me. I feel like Baby Driver was a great action film of All 2017. Right. Mm-hmm. Great soundtrack, great performances, um, but kind of was just like, it was a good movie and it was memorable for the year, but it wasn't quite everlasting Best, beyond. Yeah. yeah, I gave it a yes. I gave it a yes, but I wouldn't put it in the top. Yeah. What do you else? What do you got? Let's go back and forth. Uh, Get Out was great a great mention. movie. It didn't quite crack my top three, but it was close. Uh, and that's one that if you haven't seen, you absolutely should. Uh, so that was up there. Uh, to me, um, I, Tanya was one of my favorite movies of the year, sure. um, but didn't, again, it's a lasting appeal. Me, For me, a top movie is something that I can watch over and over again and still feel the same way I did when I watched it for the first time. Right. Great performances. There's going to be a lot of... Uh, of things that come out of I, Tanya for careers and for stuff like that, but nothing that's really going to be everlasting for me personally. Gotcha. Uh, it's, I would say Big Sick was another one that was real close to being in my top three, but I couldn't quite get it there. Uh, if you haven't seen that one, great. Uh, Kumil Najmiani, hilarious uh, romantic comedy. They just, It's one of those movies they don't tend to make movies like that anymore, sure. just that, that lower middle budget romantic comedy. Uh, if you haven't seen that, check it out. Uh, another one that is in my honorable mention would be Dunkirk. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Christopher Nolan film. It was beautifully shot and well done, but I didn't think it has the legs for anything past Ooh, 2017. So spoiler alert, that may come up later. We'll, we'll table Dunkirk for now. Uh, I also threw some action movies into my honorable mentions list, like John Wick 2 and War for the Planet of the Apes. Both I thought were great. Uh, but I... I Hesitate to put a pure action movie in my top of the year list compared to some of the, the you know, drama, dramas we got. Great action movie that it was kind of downplayed. The The reboot of King Kong was actually a really good action movie. King I thought. Kong Skull Island? Yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, I gave that one a no. Cool. I'll go fuck myself. <laughs> the, movie was, the special effects were like not good at parts in that movie. You know, also had horrible special effects. It yep. was a trash movie. Yeah. Not even honorable manager trash. Alien Covenant. Ugh. What, what the shit was that? I don't know. I don't Disaster. know. Disaster. All right. Well, now that I got my my blood uh, boiling. Well, I got one more. One more. Kind of. <laughs> the movie The Founder with Michael Keaton. Technically, it came out in 2016 and accounted for all those awards, but it was yeah. in limited release, so I didn't see it until 2017. So if it counted as part of this year, it would be my number one. I fucking love that, that movie. That is two things. A, really hot take. <laughs> Simmer the fuck down. <laughs> Second thing, great movie. Yeah, so good. But that was part of the last award season. So even though I got to it in 2017, that's a 2016 movie, so we're not going to count that. Yeah. All right. So the actually, it's funny. We're going to go into my number three 
movie of the year, and you just mentioned it, which is Mother. Okay. So no this, spoilers. I will not. Uh, so this is from the mind of Darren Aronofsky, who did Pie and Requiem for a Dream Black and Swan. Black Swan. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to get into the specifics because this movie is best enjoyed if you just go in fresh and just kind of let it wash over you and just go with it. Uh, as you see the movie sort of develop and you start making connections, it's just, it's a mind blower. Uh, unlike any other movie going experience that I had all year, I was thinking about it for days afterwards. I've watched it again recently and just explored it more and there's different ways to interpret it more. And it was just an outstanding, outstanding uh, right. piece of art. Uh, so Mother's my number three. Cool. What about you? Uh, my number three uh, movie of the year is Logan. Mm. The, the last uh, standalone Wolverine movie yep. with Hugh Jackman. Just great all around. I, I'm a huge X-Men fan. I've been reading the comics, comics and watching the, the, the growing up watching the, the show on Saturday morning, reading the comics. I've always been infatuated with, with Wolverine. And they finally took a page out of Deadpool and said, do the character the way the character was supposed to be done. Yeah. And I think they did that with Logan and they sent him off in the best way possible. And I love the movie and it's top three for me. For yeah, me. That, that was in my honorable mention list for sure. Uh, I absolutely loved it. Uh, it had an emotional weight to it that most comic movies don't. Yeah. Uh, it was great. It was great. Good um, Good pull. And for, for those who want to watch Logan, it's now on HBO uh, Go oh, and now. Go. So if you want to watch it and you have HBO, there it is. Sweet. Number two, Bill, which I think we share oh, the same we do. movie. This is interesting. So uh, Wind River is my number two. And this is one that I don't think a lot of people may have even heard of. Uh, well, it was a uh, Weinstein production. Yeah. So mm. for those who didn't know that Wind River, it's now on iTunes, built during the Christmas break was like, you need to watch this film. And I did. And I'm glad I did. Yeah. And I didn't know why I didn't hear about it, but um, it was a wine scene production. It got pulled shortly from the theaters after the Harvey Weinstein fall. Ah. The intro credits and the um, end credits were both altered and cut oh, really? for the re-release for iTunes. Apparently, it's what I read. Ah, um, and at the very, 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 very end of the final credits, you have the, the Weinstein production logo in it, but there's nothing about it before. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. But yeah, this is it's not the easiest movie to watch. Uh, it's definitely takes an emotional toll. Uh, but it is just brilliantly executed in every way. For those who don't know, just quick backstory. Uh, a young woman ends up uh, found dead on an Indian reservation and Kristen Olsen plays an FBI agent assigned to check it out and she partners up with a local tracker played by Jeremy Renner. So it's a little bit of an MCU mashup too. It it's is. like She's a on... Scarlet Witch Hawkeye yeah. <laughs> on the case. Yes. Uh, and so it's them exploring uh, that uh, crime itself. Uh, it's kind of a procedural in that way, but it also is exploring loss and all these other themes. Um, it's, it's one of those movies where they knew movie. they, yeah, they knew what they wanted to make and they knew the story they wanted to tell and they just did it flawlessly. Well, I thought and it was fantastic. It, and it's tied to one of my favorite movies of, of 2015, which is Sicario, which was written by Taylor Sheridan, who directed, this was his uh, a debut as a director for Wind River. And it is just like Sicario paced super well has a couple twists yep. and turns yep. in it. It's it's a great movie. Um and I thank you Bill for for tipping me off on it because um it ended up on my top my top list of the of the year. Yeah. Uh he also wrote Heller High Water which got some Oscar yes. buzz last year and that was yep. also great. Fantastic. All right. All right, number 1. I know everyone out there is like, "Oh my god, what are they going to say?" <laughs> this is it. It's like this Bill's mom and somebody else in Wichita Kansas are like <laughs> on the edge of their seat waiting. Go for it. What was your number 1? 
Dunkirk. Oh, you fucking idiot. <laughs> How dare you? I'm looking in Bill's hallway right now and it just it's Nolan posters. Yeah. And he's yeah, got a right. size cut out of Nolan too. That's well, that's not true. Why is there Kleenex next to it? <laughs> Stop it. Uh Dunkirk. It wasn't that good, Bill. Dunkirk was incredible. You uh, only say that because you're a Christopher Nolan fanboy. No. And you can't no, separate no, reality no, from emotion. No. no. Uh, I don't deny that I am a fan of, of the work. Of Fan? Are you kidding me? He's going to throw pillow with no one's face on it. <laughs> but and another I, one with Michael Caine's face the, on it. The, the size of a tangerine. Uh, no, this movie is incredible for many reasons. Uh, it is a war movie. It is a summer blockbuster. It is a... <laughs> It has a unique storytelling bend to it that hasn't been done before for war movies like this. The execution was perfect. If you try to tell me that you were not on the edge of your goddamn seat during this movie, you are a liar. Uh, and not to mention it had an emotional pull. I was affected at the end. It's going to act as the historical reference for this event. When it's talked about, they'll find this movie. That's the one. And it will be remembered longer than any of these other movies that we've talked about this year. Period. Dunkirk. See it. <laughs> Well, my number one are two of your <laughs> least favorite movies of the year. So as I just shit on you, Great. you're going to just now shit on me. Absolutely. Uh, my number one was a tie because I, I don't believe in true number ones unless yeah. you're doing yeah, like, you know, re roll. real things like real life things. Uh -huh. um, but it was a two way tie mm -hmm. between three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Overrated. And The Shape of Water. Also overrated. Cool. Okay, well, that was a great episode of Should I Go See It? Um, no, so so we did a Should I Go See It episode about billboards. We've talked in depth about that, so that's that's yeah. covered. But you, everyone of, knows my take on yeah, three billboards. Sure, I think sure. it was great. Sam Rockwell, um, wait a second, Bill, before uh -huh. you fucking cut me off, is yep. that you? I told you that Sam Rockwell was going to get a nod for Best Supporting Actor, and you said, A, you're crazy, and B, it's never going to happen. Uh -huh. Not only did it happen, but the Golden Globes last weekend, he did win Best Supporting Actor. Yeah, no, the key phrase you just used was at the Golden Globes. I know. All right, we weren't talking about the Golden Globes. I don't give a shit about the Hollywood <laughs> Foreign Press Association. We're talking about the Oscars, and we'll see what happens there. And if you're right, then uh, maybe I'll say you're right. I'm but I don't know. For an apology. All yeah. right. So, but Shape okay. of Water. I got to see it this week. Yes. So we did a Should I Go See It episode of Shape of Water. At the time, I had seen it, and you had not. Now you have seen it. Not only have you seen it, you've put it in your top list number Dude, one of the in year. There. Top pocket. Try and sell so me there, on my, this one that I already said. As much as you are a Nolan yeah. fanboy, and you're like, uh, my two favorite directors are Martin Scorsese. Uh huh and Guillermo del Toro. Yes. And this was such a good movie. And it was like, it, I, I haven't felt this way since I watched Pan's Labyrinth. It was magical and mystical. It was an adult fairy tale. <laughs> it was I, adult, all right. <laughs> Sorry. That's We're going to go there right my, now. No, spoiler, Miles, Miles, spoiler, spoiler alert. No, that's a she spoiler. fucks the fish, all right? <laughs> she fucks the fish. It yeah, I, look, if BCI is your thing, like I'm not gonna. It's sit not here okay. You ready? You want to go there, Bill? Big man, you fuck. Listen to me. Growing up, watching The Little Mermaid, right? While we were like, oh my god, wait, it's whoa, a little, where is this going right now? You listen to me and you look me in the eye when I'm talking. When you watch The Little Mermaid growing up, you're like, oh my god, it's a fish lady and she falls. In, she's gonna fall in love with a man, and you're like, no, I'm thinking about it. But I guarantee our fucking parents were like, dear God, where's the hole? <laughs> How's, how is it going to happen? Right? At the no, end of the you're day, not right. fairy tales, all the ones that we, we watch in present day movies mm -hmm. and on Disney were based on really fucked up fairy tales. It's true. 
this is just a fairy tale for adults. It it just it it is what it is. I can't. I you can't, can't get past I, her loving a creature, a, a humanoid <laughs> creature. No. So here was my thought: was or was it her them, them, in the bathtub? Them, and then, no, that was fine. Them having a relationship on some level, emotional, spiritual, whatever. Fine. Uh, I get that. They they have things that overlap in their lives, not, you know, being different, being an outcast, like all those things they bond over. Great. But when they get into a sexual relationship, and not like even an implied one, but like a, they specifically talk about yeah, how they Spencer have sex. was like, where did that come from? <laughs> yeah, that, that was... That immediately I was like, whoa, 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 it just took me out of the movie. It was a hard stop. Like, wait, there, wait, what? But here's the thing though. Again, spoiler alerts. I don't give a fuck anymore. Is <laughs> she it, at the end of the movie, she becomes the creature. She is a thing that he is. Yeah. And so it's not weird. It was weird. The three scenes before that, when she's letting a, a an aquatic monster penetrate her. <laughs> it was weird to me. I it was weird to me. I didn't affect. I didn't. I wasn't affected by it, but I will say in the theater that I was in, yeah. you could definitely tell there was a clear <laughs> split in the audience division yeah. of like, you heard like an audible in the background, like the fuck just happened, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And there was other people like wiping away tears like, cause it was an emotional movie. Sure. Listen, I, I, I it, back to Pan's Labyrinth, like that is an adult fairy tale. There are some really fucked up scenes in no that doubt. movie. No doubt. And That's the way a great it film. plays out in my mind. It's in that, del toro universe that mm -hmm. it's it's not a kid's movie it's for adults it it is deeper than it just it's it's just i don't know there's a, a magic to it that i love yeah yeah if it affects it, you it affects and it you, didn't yeah. affect me the only thing i didn't like about the film wasn't the penetration aquatic <laughs> penetration the ap part and we're gonna coin it the aquatic penetration was the weird scene where she finally has a voice and it goes into that like 1950s, oh, 60s like that. dance thing. Yeah, you thought, did like that? I thought that was interesting. Oh. That was taken in a different direction that I was like, oh, okay, maybe I can see what he's going for here. Um, it, it was a little jarring, no doubt, but like I kind of had fun with that. But it, but still overall didn't didn't click for me clearly like it did for you, but I, I can appreciate it. it. I can I appreciate absolutely it. absolutely love it. And I'm glad that, again, the Golden Globes are like, you know, the B squad of 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 of, <laughs> of, of award shows, trophy shows. Yeah. you know del toro won and I'm, yeah. I'm happy for him and i hope that he goes on to continue to make great things but great performances yep. by sally hawkins who was sure. amazing uh michael shannon again is one of the most underrated actors in hollywood right now and octavia spencer is always fantastic oh and richard jenkins i'm sorry he I think he almost stole the show for me. He was good. He was definitely the the anchor of that movie for sure. So that's 2017 in a nutshell. Bill, what are you looking forward to in 2018? Uh, the main thing that I'm looking forward to, I got two. Uh, Ready Player One. Jesus. I, I've read the book twice now. Really excited to see what Spielberg does with it. And Avengers Infinity War. I mean, come on. This is the thing we've been building for for 22 movies or whatever it is. Who's we? Uh, can't wait. <laughs> we, as in the movie going you're, public, that's okay. spending millions of dollars every time one comes out. I think you're putting a lot. No, don't too much don't try club. to make me look like the minority for liking the most popular movies in this in cinema in the last two decades. All right, Bill. For 2018, thanks for asking. What I'm uh, <laughs> most uh, looking forward to is a uh, is a couple things. There's a um, a new like I don't even know. Is it? A scary movie. It's called A Quiet Place. Oh, yes. With uh, Krasinski, John Krasinski. And his wife, Emily Blunt, which yep. I think looks fantastic. I'm excited about that. 
Um, there's a new Wreck-It Ralph. I'm a huge fan of Wreck-It Ralph. The yeah. new Wreck-It Ralph movie coming out, which I'm I'm kind of pumped for. Um, the new um, Isle of Dogs. What? Have you not seen that? New stop motion movie by... Um, oh, the new Wes Anderson movie. Island Wes of Dogs. Anderson, Isle of, no, Isle of Dogs. Isle of Dogs. Isle. Oh, I thought you said I love dogs. I no, Isle. Really, Isle. Like person. an Isle yeah, of okay. dogs. No, that makes sense. Um, yeah, that looks great. And love that's work. pretty much... I mean, I'm excited to... I think the Han Solo movie is going to be a disaster. There's nothing. Yeah. About it. We've heard nothing or seen no, nothing I, about it. I haven't even seen any like promotional no, there's pictures, nothing. let alone trailer. There's literally nothing. And Changing um, directors midstream, that's yeah, never a good sign. Also, I'm kind of, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Marvel. I know you're a huge Marvel dude. I'm excited to see Black Panther and what comes out of that. Yeah, Black it's Panther. A lot of a lot of buzz. Uh, um, that's coming up soon, and that's the last Marvel movie before Infinity before War. Before your uh, your your big climax. Yep, that's right. Fantastic. All right, Bill, it was a pleasure talking about 2017 with you. I'm excited to to kick off the new year, new year with you. Oh, big thanks. things for um should I go see it in 2018 hopefully. Tito's sponsor us. Yeah, uh, everybody make sure you uh, tell your friends to subscribe to the Should I Go See It podcast and follow on Instagram at Should I Go See It. Dans son, la, je veux.